This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Do you ever feel like Christmas has been hijacked? Santa got in the car, kicked Jesus out, and was like, rolling, 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 and took, and took it. By all the commercialism and those who want to replace Merry Christmas with Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings. You okay? This is not what Christmas is all about. Some want to pull down every manger scene and tell us why our favorite Christmas traditions are wrong. It's like a carjacking, but like of our religion. Isn't it time somebody spoke up? This Christmas season, join Kirk Cameron in his new movie, Saving Christmas. Join me and my family, and together, let's put Christ back into Christmas. Dive headfirst into all of the joy, the dancing, the celebration, the feasting, the imagination, and traditions that glorify the true reason for the season. Saving Christmas in theaters for two weeks only beginning November 14th. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. More information available at savingchristmas.com. To Pat and Stew's Border Facts. 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 Border Facts. Facts. Border Facts. Thank you. Appreciate the help on that, Jimmy. No, I don't. Is that the name of the show today? Yeah. Pat Border Facts? Yes. That's a terrible name yeah, for the show. It's, I, I think people love it. I really? think people okay. love Border I, Facts. I, I might I, not this, know. It's going to sweep the nations, too. Huh. This is going to be like, oh, did you tune in for Border Facts? Of course, man. I always do. I was on Border Facts long before you were. We're going to have those kinds uh, of discussions. Oh, sort of trash talking stuff. Yeah. 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 Are you kidding, my cracker? I've been on Border Facts for 40 years. <laughs> so... Anyway, uh, here's uh, some facts. Uh, last night, the president shared facts on immigration. And it went a little something. When I took office, like I this. committed to fixing this broken immigration system. Did you? And I began by doing what I could to secure our borders. Oh, what Today, you do? we have more agents and technology deployed to secure our southern border then. than at any time in our history. Wow. Look at all that technology. And over the past six years, illegal border crossings have been cut by more than half. Yeah, you know why? Although this summer, there was a brief spike in unaccompanied children being apprehended at our border. Brief. The yeah, number of such brief. children is now actually lower than it's been in nearly two years. <laughs> Overall, the number of people trying to cross our border up. illegally uh-huh. is at its lowest <clears throat> level since the 1970s. 1970s. And do you know why that is? Barack Obama is so unbelievably incredible? No. It's because Jim DeMint uh, started the recession. <laughs> the recession has a lot to do with the fewer border uh, crossings. And w- the, the way they, what they base those numbers on is who's trying to sneak across the border and who has been apprehended going across the border. Right. Well, that's, by the way, two incredibly different things. Right. If you have a force that you tell not to arrest people coming over the border, your border arrests are going to go down, regardless exactly. of whether people are crossing at the same rate or more. Yeah. 
Now, since the recession in 2008, less people are trying to get jobs that they know don't exist right. here in America. Yes. So, yes. Okay. Because we're in almost a depression, yeah, less people have come here. It's still a ton. He's done almost nothing to well, quell this invasion. Uh, nothing. I mean, the best way to stop illegal immigration is to make your country suck worse than the country they were coming from. And we've okay. done a lot to, to bridge okay, that gap right. over the time. And thanks That's to a, President Obama, I would That's say. That's true. We yeah. have bridged that gap. Mm -hmm. So he says it. Uh, he says a few things, quite a few things. Um, and maybe we should play these uh, for you first and then go into uh, some of the fact-checking uh, possibilities. Um, here's, here's some more of what the president said about uh, here are the actions we've taken. Here's, here's the actions. Right? There are actions I have the legal authority to take as president. No. This is the same kinds of actions taken by Democratic and Republican presidents before me that will help make our immigration system more fair and more just. Tonight, I'm announcing those actions. First, we'll build on our progress at the border with additional resources for our law enforcement personnel so that they can stem the flow of illegal crossings and speed the return of those who do cross over. Second, I'll make it easier and faster for high-skilled immigrants, graduates, and entrepreneurs to stay and contribute to our economy, as so many business leaders have proposed. Third, mm -hmm. we'll take steps to deal responsibly with the millions of undocumented immigrants who already live in our country. I want to say more about this third issue because it generates the most passion and controversy. Yeah, I want you to. Go ahead. Even as we are Tell a nation me. of immigrants, yeah. we're also a nation of laws. Oh, my God. Oh, are we? <laughs> are we? That Because I thought that was the whole point of the speech is to make sure that was not the case. Oh, And, of course, it, it, it is. It, it, it's exactly what he did last night was to make it not a nation of laws. Mm -hmm. Everything he has said over the past six years or even in the, in the case of his book, eight years now, He's been saying that this is not legal. It's not right. We're not doing it. I don't agree with it. We shouldn't do it. Even if we did do it, it would be wrong for the country. He's been saying all of this stuff. It's unconstitutional. It's not right. It would make me a dictator. I can't do it. Stop asking me. I'm not an emperor. I can't do it. You think I can do it? I can't. I can't. One of the problems with George W. Bush was he kept doing these executive actions and taking too much executive power. I'm not going to do that. One of the reasons I'm becoming president is because the guy before me has taken too much executive action. I'm not going to do that. So all of that has gone out the window. Now, it's been going out the window for a long time. He's been taking executive action at the same rate as Bush his entire presidency. But this really puts the cherry on top. And this is the biggest one you've ever seen. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's tough because he talks about how other presidents have done this before. Well, it's, I mean, other presidents have had executive orders before. And some of those executive orders, a few of them at least, have been related to illegal immigration. None of them even remotely close to the scale of what we're talking about here. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, the example that they try, they kind of try to say, well, Reagan did the same thing. Reagan did the same no, thing. No, Reagan did not do the same thing. What Reagan did is first Congress passed the amnesty stuff. Yeah. Then Reagan did an executive order to clarify whether children uh, or spouses were included in some of some of those uh, regulations. Yeah. Because they were not in the law. He didn't change. They didn't say, well, they shouldn't be included, and he said they should. <laughs> it just wasn't addressed. So that was Congress acting. 
passing yes, a bill. An explicit act of Congress for amnesty. Mm -hmm. And then which he Reagan came supported. in and clarified it, which, again, you can argue or say is right or wrong. I would say pass another law. That would be the way I would want to handle it. Yeah. But still, it's a, it's a clarification of an existing law. This is complete. You know you tried to get this law done. It failed, so I'm going to do it anyway. And all of that is true. And, but the ultimate point on that is, I don't care, I don't give a crap what Reagan did on this. It Plus was church. wrong. What he did was wrong. Mm -hmm. It was flat out wrong, and it was one of the few things, that and the Iran-Contra thing, you know, which I'm not a huge fan of, th those were huge problems in Reagan's presidency. How do you feel about the invasion of the Island of Spice? Uh, that was right. Oh. Let's go to Why? Jeffy on that. Jeffy's our oh Island gosh, of forgot. Spice expert, I... Operation Urgent Fury. Jeffy. Listen, it was, right or wrong. it was something that had to be done. Had to be done. Had to That's what we get. Had to be people. done. I, had to be I didn't want to do it. I forgot. I didn't like to no. do it. I was, a, but, I was a servant to the country. You know what you do? What you're told as a servant of the country. And that's oh, horrible. Boy, now we've gone too far. Now he can't speak any longer. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, but Ronald Reagan sucked on immigration. <laughs> yeah, at least that and, one and time. You, he talked you know, a good game many times um, and talked about, I think, you know, his, his idea for amnesty, part of that was huge fines on corporations for hiring illegal immigrants, and that, that didn't get happened. into the law. I mean, yeah. he, he was, you know, it's part easy it to remember. Part of fines yeah. for the, uh, for the uh, people being granted amnesty, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to pay their $2,000 fine and then be assimilated. Yeah. They never, nobody ever paid their fine, and they were assimilated anyway. How'd that work out for us? Okay, it was two million. Think of this. It was two million in 1986. Okay, the problem is at least ten times that now. And they just granted amnesty last night to another five million people. So, you know, they keep throwing around this 11 or 12 million figure. That's a figure from like 2,000. I mean, the, the number is at least double that now. You've got to, you've got to figure that uh, they're covering up about half of this problem. I'll bet you... Most realistic figures have the number at 20 to 30 million or perhaps even higher than that. I mean, but again, it's like 12 million. Is, is that not enough? It, it just, to point, just to your point, let's take their, their numbers yes. for, 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 for just a second. You're talking about a place where we have two million, you have six times the problem after this policy. The problem is now six times larger mm -hmm. at the minimum that it was when you passed the last attempt at this. Right. Uh, so this it obviously got worse. Yeah, it's not a policy that works, and, yeah. and it's just a It's the idea of, and I've had this, you know, conversation before on the air. I think, in that it's it's frustrating from the left because they don't argue what their point is. They just say we need to help these people, uh, you know, uh, who are here and doing this, and we need to make them come out of the shadows or whatever. If you want open borders, if you want people to come here and do whatever they want, then argue for that policy. Just argue for it. I mean, you know, libertarians, there are many libertarians who will agree with you on that point. I mean, I'm not, I, uh, you know, I don't agree with it. But, you know, the Cato Institute is pretty much down that road. They'll pretty much be like, open them all up. Anyone comes and goes whenever they want. And we deal with it when, it, when they commit a crime and they get on here, then we deal with it. But at any, other than that, they come and go however they please. It's a great policy if you want to destroy the nation. Well, again, I, I said, you know, I, I don't agree with it. But, you, but if, if you're oh, pres, President of Barack Obama and you can get, you know, the Cato Institute on your side, you might have a chance at winning this argument. Maybe. You know, give it a whirl. Instead of lying about what you want, this is Jonathan Gruber. He's Gruberizing uh, illegal immigration. He's just saying, well, we'll do, three, we'll do five million only for three years. It's temporary. Don't worry about it. Does anybody believe it's going to be five million and only three years?
Does anyone on earth believe that's what he's doing? And and this gets so much worse so quickly because this sends the signal to Mexico. Mexicans, El Salvadorians, Manawanirawians. Belizeans don't come because they love it don't come because it's it's just too beautiful It's too beautiful in Belize. Uh, But everybody in Mexico, Central, and South America are getting the signal now that all y'all are all come free. We're, uh, you'll just be swept up in the next round yeah, of legalizing all the illegals. You may need to cross the border with a note that said, I've been here for five years. Yeah. I've been here for yeah. five, I've been in hiding for five years. How do you prove I mean, that, by the way? That's a great point. Can't prove it. Great point. How do you prove that? Prove it. You get an electricity bill from five years ago with the same name? I mean, so, I, I, you know I, how many of them use the same name? Yeah. I have a lawn care guy who, uh, I, I don't have him, but I, I know of a person who uses a lawn care person. Mm-hmm. Whose name is, you know, something very Mexico sounding. <laughs> Everyone in his family has that name. Everyone. What do you mean? They're all the same name. Like, you know, Jose Santos. Yeah, or Jose no. Sanchez. Or Jose Sanchez. Everybody there is Jose Sanchez. What's the What's the reasoning for that? They're probably all using the same uh, social security card. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what the scam is. Uh, and I've but, never talking to Jose. I've never spoken with Jose about it because I don't know Jose. But my, you know, I know people who know Jose and which, which his lawn Jose? service. And uh, <laughs> so, which Jose are we talking about? I, I, uh, the name is not going to do you any good. No, of course, it's not going to do you any good. And of course, or, we have a situation where uh, many people, and you've pointed this out many times. If you're an illegal immigrant, you're likely committing other crimes like identity theft, almost or, certainly, or misrepresenting your taxes you or whatever. Have to be. You have but to be. A lot of that gets done by uh, forged uh, documents. Now, yeah. forging a government driver's license is not easy work. I mean, it, there's that can be difficult. Forging an electricity bill from five years ago is not difficult no that is something you can print out on your printer if you go a 500 dollars epson will do that one for you right you don't that's not going to be difficult for these guys to do and to prove they're getting the signal about this already there was a local newscast uh that did a story last night or yesterday or something uh, about somebody crossing the border the the reporter was uh standing there near the river and when the woman crossed uh she went up to her and she spoke spanish and they interpreted and she said so uh, you were telling me that you came here because you were inspired by the president signing this uh, or doing this executive action? Yes, that is right. We were inspired by that. So you decided to come now because of that? Yes, that's right. We came now because of that. Okay, well, they're just admitting it. Yeah. They're just admitting the situation is going to be so much worse after this. It's going to be exponentially worse. Here's uh, what the president proposed. Here's what he's giving to 5 million illegals, illegals who are currently in this country. We expect people who live in this country to play by the rules. No, you don't. We do expect you? that those who cut the line will not be unfairly rewarded. No, you don't. You've so we're going to offer the following deal. If you've been in America for more than five years, yeah. if you have children who are American citizens or legal or, residents, or legal residents, if you register... Pass a criminal background check, Mm -hmm. and you're willing to pay your fair share of taxes. And pinky promise. You'll be able to apply to stay in this country temporarily without fear of deportation. Jeez, man. You can come out of the shadows and get right with the law. That's what this deal is. Now, let's be clear about what it isn't. Okay, let's be clear about what it is. This deal does not apply to anyone who has come to this country recently. (laughs) It does not apply to anyone who might come to America illegally in the future. Oh, 
It does not grant citizenship or the right to stay here permanently mm -hmm. or offer the same benefits that citizens receive. B.S. Only Congress can do that. Uh, yeah, all until we're saying you is to do it. we're right. not going to deport you. That's all he's saying. All he's I know some of the critics is. of this action call it mm -hmm. amnesty. And it is. Well, well, it's not. Yes, it is. Amnesty I, I it is the immigration system we have today. No. Millions no. of people who live no. here without paying their taxes or playing by the rules, while politicians use the issue to scare people and whip up votes at election time. Mm. That's the real amnesty. No, it's no. Not. no Leaving it isn't. this broken system the way it is. If it no. was amnesty, then why are you doing this? Why do they? Why are they in the shadows if they already yeah, why have didn't amnesty? Why do anything for them? Yeah, they don't need to come out. They don't need to come out of the shadows if they're already, you know, they already existing in a situation with amnesty. It's a stupid Jeez. point. I, I, I you know, take it. Republicans on, on this issue make it often to this de facto amnesty point, and to, there's some truth in it, in that we don't really enforce our laws now, so they're kind of. You know, there's kind of already amnesty. That, that, there is some truth to that. And the idea that he's um, not going to deport five million people uh, sort of uh, is kind of ridiculous as well, because he wasn't going to deport those five million people anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, Barack Obama wasn't deporting people anyway, and he certainly wasn't going to deport these people anyway, which he's, you know, essentially uh, describing as the best of the best when it comes to illegal immigrants. Um, you know, so I, I don't I, it's kind of a it's a weird point. He's trying to this is why I was I was kind of torn on this, because that sort of thing, like he's not going to deport five million people and he's going to give them some rights. Well, we know that's nothing because he's already not deporting people. Right. We yeah. already know he's not doing that. So what else is he doing? You know, if it was just right. that three years of we're not going to deport you. Uh, is this even a story? I, I assume he's doing that anyway. The, the idea that he, he the truth is he's doing much more than that. With yes, this. and that's where where the AP came in uh, last night to debunk that bull crap. Um, he, he, let's take the last sentence. All we're saying is we're not going to deport you. Is that true? No, it is not. The facts he's saying and doing. This is from the AP, not from Pat Gray or Stuber Gear or heaven knows it's not from Mr. Operation Urgent. Does it say spoons? Uh, no, no. So it's not from no. Jeffy. So it's not from Jeffy. Um, the fact, he's saying and doing more than that. The changes also will make those covered eligible for work permits, allowing them to be employed in the country legally and compete with citizens and legal res residents for better paying jobs. So that's, I mean, it's, it's much more than that. They're going to they're gonna get all kinds of new benefits. They're going to stay here longer. They're going to... Um, uh, they're going to be able to stay here. This this is going to be a permanent arrangement unless right. the next president overturns what he just did. And I will say, we kind of talked about this before without before we had the details of what he was going to try. And one of the complaints was, he, you know, giving someone amnesty is not something the next guy can necessarily reverse easily. Where saying a climate reg regulation, well, you know, companies can only emit this much CO2, you can it's easy to reverse that. The way he did this, though, it actually is pretty easy to reverse. Yeah. Any Republican yeah. president could come we in and say, well, we will now. deport you if you're breaking the law. Yeah. Get out. Get out. And then they, 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 they keep using this, and he said it again last night. Right. It's, 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 uh, it's unreasonable to think that we could deport all of the people who are here. You can't just put people on a bus and deport them back. I, I, I could just lose my mind over that asinine argument. No one has ever said deport everybody here. No one, to my knowledge, maybe somebody has. No serious thinking person has ever said put them on a bus because oh, it'd have to be a really, really big, big bus. bus. Yeah, really I big mean, bus. this bus 
would have to be one of those accordion buses that stretches <laughs> for about 1,900 miles. Right. Okay? To get 12 or 20 million people on the same bus. Nobody's saying that. You enforce the law. You take away the incentives. They will self-deport because there's no reason to be here any longer. And many, if not most of them, like where they came from better than here. They're only here to take suck the marrow out of this country and send it back to Mexico. Now, if they can do the exact same thing in Mexico, the country they're loyal to and love, they're going to go do it there. They just are. You remove the incentive, they will self-deport. And the ones that you find, and yes, you round up and deport those you can. Over time, through attrition and, and through just the natural process of this thing, you will get a handle on this situation. Once you shore up the, but the, again, the first step is to shore up the border and stop this bull crap that we've already done that. Yeah. And, and, and again, I, I ask you this, if you, if you're saying no one's saying we, no one believes we can deport these people, why are you doing this? Again, you're, what your point is, is you're saying all we're going to do is tell you we're not going to deport you. Yeah. Well, you already said it's impossible anyway. So what's the point yeah. of this? So why have you done any of it? Yeah, it's, it's almost These as if questions. he's actually lying. Yeah, they're all great questions. Yeah, it really is. Um, let's take a, take a look at what he has said in the past, because what he said last night was he can stop the deportation. He just said that. I'm, I'm going to stop the deportation. I have that in my power. So, uh, the rest of this stuff has to be up to Congress, but I can do all of this. Really? Because that's not what you said in the past. Uh, I take the Constitution very seriously. Mm. The biggest problems that we're facing right now have to do with George Bush trying to bring more and more power into the executive branch and not go through hmm. Congress at all. Yeah. And that's what I intend to reverse huh. when I'm president of the United States of America. Okay. There are enough laws on the books by Congress that yeah. are very clear in terms of how we have to enforce uh, our immigration system. I know some people want me to bypass Congress and change the laws on my own. If, in fact, I could solve all these problems without passing laws in Congress, then I would do so. For me to simply, through executive order, ignore those congressional mandates would uh, not conform with my appropriate role as president. Wow. With respect to wow. uh, the notion that I can just suspend deportations through executive order, uh, that's just not the case. This notion <laughs> that somehow I can just change the laws unilaterally mm -hmm. is just not true. I swore an oath to uphold the laws on the books. So what happened to that oath? Yeah. So all of a sudden, what the hell happened to every law, to the Constitution of the United States, to everything he ever believed about the Constitution that's just all out the window? I, I mean, how do you, even as, <sighs> as bad as he is, even as much as I dislike him, even as much as he lies and contradicts himself, I don't know how you overcome all of that. And just do it. Yeah, I mean, I After think... After everything you have ever said? Think of the conversation that needs to take place before you do what he did last night. Oh, my God. You have to know... Even I Jay have, Carney called him on it. Yeah, Jay Carney even said, uh, you know, everything he's doing now is what he previously called illegal. Uh, and one of the, specifically, and the most important part that you've seen in any of these clips is the one where he says suspend deportations. Because if it wasn't for that one, he could claim, he could claim oh, what was, I was talking right, about yeah. was a whole, you know, comprehensive immigration reform. The only thing I was simply saying was, is right. that I was talking about this other thing, that uh, granting him amnesty. Right. I wasn't talking about deportation. Yeah, so he, he specifically said suspend deportation. Sure so did. think of the conversation that, that has to come to that. Mr. President, they're going to say, they're going to play all these clips of you saying that what you're doing is illegal. I don't care. 
And you have to say, I don't care. I don't care. This, what I'm doing Learn. here is more important yeah. than me looking really terrible. I and, can look good to the Latina com- community. Yeah, I mean, maybe Latino's that's Latinos got to see me as their hero. But, like, if it was just him suspe- suspending deportations of people he wasn't deporting anyway, would he think that risk was worth it? Would he say, let's go ahead and make me look like an idiot for a month on television? No. No, of That's course That's why there's not. much more to it. You this. know there's more there's in, much into more it, this. and we can get into it here maybe coming up. Yeah, let's do that. Coming right. up on Patents, too. 888-727-BECK. Is that the second. number? I think it is. I don't know what why. spell out to on, in, you know, in uh, numbers? 2325. Uh, 2325. Two, two, for those of you without letters on your numbers, on your dial tone phone thing. You know, the thing that you push. Right. And, and I think people understand. The one that makes it ring and then go down the phone. Time to go through the lies. Mm-hmm. It would take a. It would take you a lifetime to go through the lies of this guy. Yeah, but we only have time for ten lies from last night's speech. Are they good? Are they a good solid? I ten? think it's pretty good. Um, uh, this is from I, someone sent this from to me from Mark Levin's I think Facebook page. Okay, he cool. posted it. Uh, and I, I don't know. I don't know. That he <laughs> are wrote these it. from Mark? Or I don't think he wrote it. He was linking to something, but I'm not sure right. what the source of it was. But you can go to Mark Levin's page if you want to find these. Lie number one: Every president has taken executive action on immigration. No other president, and this, this is the truth, no other president has ever issued an amnesty of any near this scope, created it out of thin air, or built upon a prior executive action instead of a statute. And in the case of President Eisenhower, one of the people he was talking about, his executive action actually deported 80,000 yeah, illegal immigrants. Thank you. Oh, there, there was nobody tougher on immigration than Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> Eisenhower posted Marines at the border. <laughs> he didn't even buy into that. Posse comitatus! Posse comitatus! Posse com- Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. They're pointed the other way. They're not pointed at you. Shut up. Wow. Uh, <laughs> lie number two. Uh, this is going to be a long segment if we get this sort of uh, yes, this excitement is. from Pat on I like this. Lie number two. Illegal immigrant crossings are down. Actually, this is the third straight year that border crossings have gone up, not to mention the oh, entirely new way from Central America. Is that true? Yeah. It's actually oh gone up. my God! Well, because and that makes sense. Again, so they were down yeah. when the recession was right. at its worst, That's, and they've steadily climbed they cl- back up. Right, they climbed back up because of the you know the recession. <laughs> I don't know if I can live through this segment, Stu. <laughs> I don't only know if I can live through We've got three. Yeah. We're going to number three. Number three. <laughs> uh, it does uh, again live from Obama. Number three. It does not oh. grant citizenship or the right to stay here permanently. Okay. Under this royal edict, the work permits can be renewed every three years. Can be renewed. Now, again, he said it was three years, but it can be renewed every three years. And most likely they will be renewed at the same 99.5% acceptance rate as the DACA applications, which was the Deferred Action for Children. Uh, And once Mm. they get Social Security cards, they are going nowhere. So, yes, this is permanent. And, yes, they will be able to get green cards, which puts them on an automatic path to citizenship. (laughs) Undocumented immigrants who are immediate relatives of lawful permanent That's residents so or sons or daughters. Uh, U.S. citizens can apply to get a waiver if a visa is available. Uh, does he do the, this doesn't apply to anybody in the past or future? Uh, that, I don't know if that's that covered. Let's, because, let's because let's just, while yeah, think, we're on that Go topic. ahead, take that one, because I don't think that's one of the ten. As, and you, you brought it up earlier in the show. How are they going to know? They're yeah. not going to know. Yep. You can go up and tell them, I've been here for 15 <laughs> years, but I don't have the documentation. Well, wait. 
an undocu undocumented immigrant without documentation? Oh, yeah. Yes, that's the that's the <laughs> definition. I would love to see too the people who say you don't need a license to vote are going to say you need to produce documentation that you've been they're, here for a certain amount of time. To. They're not they're going, not going, going to. They're not going to. This is going to apply to everybody. Yeah, it applies to everybody, and we all know it. Lie number four: only five million. Only applies to five million. Make here no mistake go. about it. Obama's illegal amnesty will not just apply to five million individuals. It will apply by default to all 20, 12 to twenty million illegals in the country, as well as the millions more who will now come here to enjoy the permanent cessation of borders and sovereignty. Given the numerous options for people to become eligible for amnesty, ICE and CPB will be restricted from enforcing the law against anyone because each individual has to be afforded the opportunity to present themselves and apply for status. There is no way those who are here for less than five years will be deported, and there's no way that new people rushing the border and overstaying their visas will be repatriated. This is an interesting point because... <laughs> If you come in here, before this, you come in here and you're a legal immigrant, you get sent, you send back them, right? That's the, at least in theory that's what's right. supposed to happen. Right. Now there's a process where you could say when you're caught, I've been here for five years, I, I, I'm actually qualified for these standards, I just need to register. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to give you an opportunity to do that. In that opportunity, mm -hmm. you can disappear again. Even if you don't get the actual status, you're going to be able to, you're going to be able to delay. What was the situation where people would come in over the border, they would be scheduled for court dates, right. and like 5% of them show up for the court dates? Right. This is that same thing same playing deal. out. Uh, lie number five, deport felons. Obama claims he's going to focus on deporting felons, yet he has done the opposite. 36,000 convicted criminal aliens were released last year. 80,000 criminal aliens also encountered by ICE weren't even placed into deportation proceedings. 167,000 criminal aliens who were ordered deported are still at large. 341,000 criminal aliens released by ICE without deportation orders are known to be free at large in the United States right now. Lie number six, don't, we won't deport families. Obama is playing the family card. It works like this. People are encouraged to come here illegally. Obama then grants them amnesty. Then their relatives all get to come, even though they would otherwise be ineligible under other laws. Yet at the same time, because the bureaucracy will be flooded with applications of illegals, and those uh, are the applications that will be prioritized, those families who came here legally will have to wait longer to be united. There is no longer an incentive to enter the legal immigration process. Now, lie number seven. These are all the things we beat back in 2006. Yeah. Yep. Every yep. one of these proposals was beaten back in 2006. The American people don't want this. And they know that yep. full well. And so he did it anyway. And, and to be fair to the American people mm. who we've uh, you know, been critical of as a group because they've uh, you know, put this dope in office, but other things. And to, to people mm. in Washington, Republicans and Democrats in Washington, this didn't happen. This didn't happen through the normal channels. He had to do it this way because it was beaten back so many times. Yep. Uh, lie number six, we won't deport families. Uh, did I do that one already? Yeah, I did that one. Uh, lie number seven, uh, they have to pay taxes to stay. Hmm. Aside from the absurd notion that they would turn someone away for not paying taxes, obviously, when they get money, they keep it, by the way. Yeah. You know? um, almost every one of the illegal immigrants lacks a high enough income to incur a net positive tax liability. <laughs> Course. Hence, by paying taxes, he actually means they will collect refundable tax credits. <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way. That's, that's, that's a great point. They're actually going to be paid yes. to come here to come and here. become legal. So that's uh, great. Lie number eight, background checks. Just the thought of a criminal background check of people coming from a third world on a lawless program is a joke. But the reality is that Obama has already done the same thing with the uh, Deferment of Children uh, Act that he did before, DACA. Uh, and 99.5% of applicants 
were approved, including those of criminals. Line number nine, cracking down on illegal immigration at the border. Obama promises to beef up resources at the border. But as we've seen over the past few years, what good are more agents if they are explicitly intimidated into turning a blind eye? Yep. There is no promise to build a fence or implement a visa tracking system, so talk of enforcement is an insult to our intelligence. And then lie number 10, Scripture tells us we shall not oppress a stranger. We talked about this on radio a little bit. It's great to see him quoting the Bible for once, but nice try. There are different variations of this right. verse throughout the Bible, uh, but each one uses the Hebrew word ger, yeah. Is that, uh, yeah. uh, to describe what Obama translates as stranger. A ger is a c convert to Judaism. The commandment was not referring to people who illegally migrate to a nation state. So yeah, the, the line he used was from uh, uh, a uh, <sighs> new nation all Bible or something that was printed. Sometimes I'm reminded why I dislike this guy with all the intensity of a trillion white hot burning suns. Well, it was a trillion. I was and, a billion yeah, for a long time. It used to be a, a billion. It's... Mm -hmm. It's increased exponentially mm. uh, as of last night. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents too coming up. I don't really want to thank Daniel Horowitz from uh, Conservative Review for making that list. No, that actually uh, maybe it hurt us, Daniel. It, was it a hurt us. Great list, nicely done. Really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs>
who should not be here, citizens of another country who have come here and broken our laws, and not just the law of, hey, don't cross our nation without some documentation, don't cross that border, okay? Not just that one, identity theft and fraud, tax evasion, I mean, to, to name just a few, and then she compares that to the uh, people who were taken here and forced into slavery, and then the right thing that the president did in making that procl- proclamation. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. Let's get. I mean, let's why? Why aren't all black activists pissed off at her today? I know it's a great point. Um, I would also say, by the way, and first of all, it, that logic justifies any executive executive action. Well, Lincoln yeah. did it with the Emancipation Proclamation, so yeah. Ted Cruz can make a flat tax. I mean, that, that anything can be justified. So I want to make sure you understand what you've just done because you fought against. Uh, executive actions the entire time Bush was in the White House. He couldn't freaking look at the emails of terrorists based on, uh, on, on executive actions that lived in other countries. You fought against that sort of stuff, and yet you're, we're fine about this. The other part about it is, what? look, if, if the thing about slavery, um, the Emancipation Proclamation was really the, the true end of slavery, uh, then you wouldn't have needed a constitutional amendment. Why did Lincoln fight so hard for a constitutional amendment? He fought so hard because he knew that wasn't the best way to go about it. He didn't want to leave it at the Emancipation Proclamation. He wanted to go beyond that and lock it in so that we went through the correct processes. And by the way, the Emancipation (laughs) Proclamation wound up contributing largely to a a, a civil war. Where 600,000 Americans lost their lives. (laughs) Yes. Wouldn't have been a lot better. I mean, look. You know, yeah. we needed to end that problem more than anything. It was the, probably the worst thing our country has ever done. So I understand it, and I, you know, I'm not fighting against the Emancipation Proclamation by any way, uh, means. But it would have been great if we could have just gone straight to the amendment. It would have been great. Yeah. Because uh, constitutional amendment is a way that we had designed to do this. You know, it, it, it caused the country to become two countries. Mm. This is not something that, like, you want to give the president the right to do all the time. Is there a specific circumstance? Like, I don't know, the enslavement of a race that it could be justified? Sure. But when it comes to, well, should they get driver's licenses and benefits of our country when they're illegal immigrants, that is not the same standard. That is a horrible point. A horrible point. And it's a horrible point to talk about the plight in this country, too, because... They did that to themselves. Yes, that's a good point. We did not force them to come to this country and work as uh, hotel maids or lawn care workers or anything else or in a poultry uh, factory or any of this stuff. They did that of their own free will and choice. They came here. Mm -hmm. We didn't go down to Mexico load up a truck at gunpoint, and drive these people here. As was many times the case when it came to slavery. You know, yes. slavery, these people did not have a choice. We put them on a slave yes. ship, we put them in chains, and we, we sailed them across an ocean and put them here. And, and I would stop that practice in 1808. You know, to our credit. Yeah. But it took a long time to eliminate it completely. And I would and say get it out of our system. By the way, uh, you know, so to, to me, and, I, and I, this is probably 
not somewhat controversial. But to me, the, the freaking uh, slavery is against the Constitution in the first place. You almost don't even need it, an amendment. Yes, Every right in the Constitution, that. it should have been ruled as unconstitutional from the very beginning. Yes. It just wasn't. So, you know, that's the way you had to fight it is actually make it, you know, state it clearly. Uh, but that's, I guess, you know, we're getting down a, a strange different road there. But it's, it's, it's a situation here where it, there are no comparisons here. Nancy Pelosi is an, idiot. an idiot. And, and like, oh think gosh. of what you would say. Let's just say. Okay, well, we are doing this so they don't have to live out of the shadows, okay? That's what we're doing. Because 5 million people need to come out of the shadows. That's the standard set here for it's okay to do what you want through executive order. Because mm -hmm. it's the same as Abraham Lincoln. Let's just set the standard as we think uh, we take trillions of dollars of tax, uh, tax dollars from, the, from U.S. citizens. I think it's worse that they pay all that money. So we're going to deduct by... Let's say, what's the ratio? Let's say there's 15 million uh, illegal immigrants, one-third. We're going to cut the tax rates from 30 to 10 for to 20%. We're going to cut people's rates that had 20, they now pay 10. People used to pay 10, now pay zero. Because I think it's right and it's wrong. It's, it's, you can easily make an argument. That's a much more... Um, uh, uh, it's, it's much more of a move towards freedom than a few mil million illegal immigrants that will now not be deported when they weren't going to be deported anyway. The standard that Nancy Pelosi, who is an idiot, has, sent, has set here is anything a president wants to do. You might as well be able to do it because Lincoln wrote the Emancipation Proclamation. Mm -hmm. It's like, wh what a moron she is. And damn it, where's and the NAACP I, on this? And the worst Why aren't they screaming about it? Oh, that's a great point, too. The worst part of me, parts of Darn me, though, Pat, want, want to see her feel a president use her words against her. I want to see yeah, Ted Cruz I, yes. walk in there and do yes. everything he wants to do through executive order and let <laughs> consequences be damned. And I know that's not the right thing to do, but man, do I just want to see her face as her words are used as the justifica justification for every policy conservatives have wanted for the past hundred years. That's not I would love to see it. That's not helpful. You're right. It's not Glenn Beck. It's very not day. It's not day of hope. I'll tell you that. It's not the day. Of, <laughs> but we're past the day of hope. Yes, it's Friday. Triple eight seven two seven. B E C K. Man, this is so frustrating. Agonizing. Oh, that is man, you guys hate so much. Oh, we don't. We love it. We love suck. We love our country, and we don't want it destroyed. That's true. That's true. That's fun. All right. All right. So this is, uh, I, I saw this today. It made me laugh. So basically, you know how there's a phenomenon of people who will get Asian lettering, Japanese, Chinese letters mm -hmm. tattooed on them. Uh, people will wear shirts with cool-looking Japanese, Chinese letters. This is a pretty typical thing, and it's been around for a long time. And a lot of times, you know, people will make fun of it. Like, you don't even know what that is. What does that even mean? Mm -hmm. You know, you have that sort of joke. Well, the same phenomenon exists in Japan. And in Japan, they will put random English words on shirts. Mm. And, and, 
And so, <laughs> bizarrely, apparently, I've never seen this myself, but apparently they just put random words on because they look cool and they don't know what the hell they mean. So here are some of the actual examples of shirts in Japan. For example, this one just says potato. <laughs> well, you now would know what that is because it's got the, it's got the fries. Okay, so you'd, you'd be think, able to figure that out. Right, although it is... And it's kind of odd. But, yeah, potato. Okay. Next Look at one. It. I've got French fries on my shirt. This one says, best smile again. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? That doesn't mean? mean anything. But in Japan, they're like, all right, it's, it's just cool English letters. Well, if you said, you'd best smile again. That would okay, so sense, you're saying, okay, right? maybe, maybe, yeah. all right. Maybe hey, that you'd, one works. You'd How about this one? Sort of, but not really. Uh, it's just a shirt that says happy anniversary. Okay. <laughs> it's possible. Right. That's gonna, you're going to wear that to a party, uh, an anniversary party. All right. <laughs> Why would you have a shirt? That? How about this one? Water on the thirsty soil. I like that one. <laughs> I love that one. I, I have that shirt. You do? Yes. Yeah. I, okay. That one made me I think I'm going to wear that on Monday. Yeah. Water on I my I love that. My and, water on my yeah. thirst. We should, thirstry soil. It is thirstry soil. It's thirst been soil. misspelled. It's not spelled correctly. Uh, ever so slightly. Uh, uh, next one. <laughs> Be ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, it's kind of like Nike's uh, just do it. All right. We're kind of close. Maybe. Uh, what's up next? Uh, we yeah. have, uh, I think I like. I think oh, I like. like. <laughs> I, don't, I think I, I think like. I like. I think I like. If you say that the right way, it works. This I one you can't get. I think I like. Round-eyed lad, dwarf bravery, this perceived. <laughs> I... <laughs> Tell round, me you wouldn't wear that. Oh, I would Round-eyed totally lad. Tell me you would not wear that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Round-eyed lad, dwarf bravery, this perceive, is a shirt. And, again, they don't know what this means. They're walking around like, who cares? I'd be, I'd but, be great with just one that says dwarf bravery. That, is, that actually I is pretty that. solid. Uh, next up, we've got uh, world difference execute. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a great shirt. Why would you think that looks good? Why? I mean, it, you don't know what it is, but... Right, okay, but that's so the same it's the thing. style, like, and it doesn't really... We I mean, have the word, like, cat in, Jap in you know, Chinese uh, tattooed yeah. on our arms, and it looks cool to us because we don't know what the hell it is. I have the word Confucius. You do. Uh, tattooed across my back. That's true. No, you don't. So. Uh, next up, <laughs> don't choice a wicked want funny. Okay. <laughs> right. Don't choice. A wicked want funny. A wicked want funny. That's well, I've, I've said that for years. You have? That's yeah, one of your And finally, funny. somebody made a t-shirt out of it. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad somebody's getting enjoyment out of it. Here's another one. And this is odd because it is across the boobs. Milky. Milky. Oh, my. <laughs> I don't know oh if that my. was intentional or not. Uh, but I don't uh, Maybe. There's another one in the series that just said hamper. Hamper? Like where nice. you might put your dirty clothes, yeah. I guess. They just uh, like the way the word looks. I guess they like the word. You think that's what it is? <laughs> It's pretty solid. Or maybe somebody just really loves their clothes hamper. That's true. Uh, and they wanted to wear it around and, and think about it from time to time. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I'm going to have one that says, ask me about my hamper. <laughs> you do like to talk about I your hamper. I do like to talk about it. I do, yeah, because it's an important uh, thing to me. We should probably, this is a good so. time to plug it. Uh, Pat's going to be giving a hamper-related speech this weekend at yes. uh, the Holiday Inn in, uh, in Boise. Uh, in Boise. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Eastern and Boise. And then Pocatello the next day. And Pocatello the next day. Hamper Tour 2014. Oh, nice. Pat Gray. Also, we're going to try Protein Loaf. Yes! Yay! Protein Loaf. Later on. Who's up? Thanksgiving protein loaf. It's Thanksgiving stew style. Get ready for it. Woohoo!
Hi. Coming up, we have, uh, we're going to try mm. uh, Worthington's Protein Loaf. I uh, am looking forward to this. I hope, mm. yeah, I hope it's good, Stu. Mm. Thanksgiving mm. stew style mm. here coming up on the program. You still have the exact description of it? What is it? It is, uh, it sounds super, I know, I'm super looking forward to it. yummy. Do we have the picture, Natasha? Mm. Can you send them the picture of, of it cooking in there? There's an actual photo now you can see. Uh, maybe we'll do this uh, here in just a couple of minutes. Nice. But the, the actual official title is, I think it's Worthington's... Um, here it is. It's in my email, so I'm digging it up. Here it is. Uh, Worthington Dinner Roast, a vegetable and grain <laughs> protein loaf. <laughs> vegetable and grain protein loaf. Come on. Tell Who's, me that doesn't sound good. I mean, come on. Oh, man. You could say, no. Pat, you're more than welcome, by the way, to come over uh, uh, on Thanksgiving if you want to ditch. Man, I wish I could. Really? Yeah, we're going to be in Botswana this year. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of a new tradition oh. we're starting. Really? We, we celebrate Thanksgiving in Botswana. You haven't mentioned that. It's weird. Yeah. You know, we're only a few days away. I yeah. just remember. Okay. I mean, I'll come by. Uh, also coming up... Uh, oh, yeah, no, we don't have enough. Um, so coming... <laughs> like, I mean, in the States, we don't have enough. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. They don't, Worthington's has I, not I, produced I, enough Worthington's <laughs> protein loaf. <laughs> okay, so uh, also coming up, Obamacare, what's the latest way? They've manipulated these numbers to make them look better. And uh, Gruber... Uh, now starting to lose jobs because of the way he's been speaking. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming up as well. But first of all, Pat, walk us through this intro to this uh, Glenn Beck, Cheryl Atkinson clip while I go potty. <laughs> all right. Here's Cheryl Atkinson. So <clears throat> am I wrong about journalism? Well, I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, for me, though, I didn't get into, into the industry to change the world. I just wanted to report the facts. Sometimes if you're in there to change the world, maybe your ideas are shaped too much or your stories are shaped too much by your preconceived notions, and I try very hard not to let that happen. But, yeah, things are in a, I think the last couple of years especially, not a good state overall. I think um, um, when I think change the world, what I think is... Uh to tell the truth. I want the bad guys to go to jail. I, I personally believe that the good guys do win in the end. But I'm beginning to wonder, because, for instance, um, tonight we have the president on record over and over and over and over again saying, you can't do this. We have a constitutional republic. Well, he says it's a democracy, but we have a democracy and that's not the way it works. You can't go around it. It would be wrong. At one point he said, I'm not an emperor. So I can't issue orders on immigration, yet he's going to do it. And my guess is, for the most part, it's a collective yawn from the journalists, from Congress, from all the politicians, and from the people. I think you're correct. And without judging the merits of the content of what he's planning to do, um, if you play what I call the substitution game, and I think if a different president, perhaps of a different party... Uh, were to have made those same proclamations and then were to turn around and do something that appeared to be entirely opposite, I really do think the media uh, likely would have made more of it, of the contrast and highlighting that. And I think that is a problem with both parties. And it's what George Washington talked about in his farewell address. And I think it's where we are, I think, saying the same thing, but, but not necessarily um, in the same way. When you say you want to report the facts... I say I want to change the world. I want to change the world in the way that we tell the truth. And what happens is, if George Bush would have done these things, 
the media and the left would have called him a dictator immediately. But because it's maybe the way they want to change the world, or maybe it's not even the way they want to change it, but they're going to give their side the benefit of the doubt, it falls apart. Are, are there any signs to you that there are people somewhere in the wings of the media that it's waking up that they're like okay well i'm not going to take this much longer is there anybody or yeah definitely i would say um step one as belated as it may be is that we've now heard journalists and i've been hearing this at investigative reporter conferences for some time we've heard journalists from the new york times the washington post usa today white house correspondent association photographers association launch objections verbally and in writing to the White House about what it's done as far as lack of transparency and shutting down on press freedoms. That's step one, but I still don't think as outrageous as some of the things they've done are, we're not covering it like a news story that it is. That should be on the news every night, I think, rather than being treated almost as if this is a family squabble inside baseball, you know, just between us. But I think there is recognition that something serious is going on. So let me... Um, uh, you have seen so much, um, so much has been done to you. Um, they have, and I've, I've seen it happen when we were going after Van Jones, but again, I'm not a, I'm not a journalist. Um, you are, um, they don't care. I mean, even on a journalist, they don't care and they will spend tax dollars, public funds, public people coming after you if you get in your in their way and they have I saw a video from you and I want you to take it through if we can play it here in a second I I, I saw a video of your computer somebody going in and deleting stuff on your computer I asked the radio audience today how many people had seen it not enough people not a lot of people had even seen it it should strike the fear of God into everyone because this isn't just about you this is both sides will use this if we can give if we allow people to get away with this the next guy could be a republican and he's going to do it too because he can get away with it can you tell us a what was happening describe what's happening in this video well what you'll see in the first couple of seconds um, is hyperspeed sort of wiping there you go and i could pause it by putting my finger on the mouse pad but when i would lift up the data would go away again and here i am trying to close out the file before I lost everything, but the drop-down menu, too, was disabled, so I really had no control over what what was going on with the file. I eventually am able to close it out, um, and as I close it out, then another file that was open kind of began this slow, backspace-looking video. Um, It only stopped when I disconnected it from Wi-Fi. There's me trying to use the drop-down menu, but it was disabled. And the context for this is, this was nine months after the first forensics report was done on my computer, a different computer, but hooked up at my home, which showed um, highly sophisticated remote intrusions and monitoring and surveillance of both my CBS laptop that I used at home and my Apple family desktop computer. Um, And they had control of, they, they had the ability, according to the forensics, to control the computer remotely as if they were sitting in front of it. So nine months later, as this is happening, on a day, in fact, that the White House had complained, you know, very vehemently about me and my Benghazi reporting, which was sort of just another day at the office. But that's what came to my mind when I saw this happen. And then my forensics expert said, I showed it to two people, and they both said, 
they'd never seen anything like it, especially that fast wiping in the beginning. They said they wouldn't have believed it if I hadn't captured a little bit of it on video. And they both theorized that that was an effort uh, by somebody to let me know they were there, you know, not to hide it, to, sh to put it in my face and to show me and maybe perhaps intimidate me. Did it? No, just uh, I think the people who did this are cowards and bullies. They're afraid, you know, they're using surreptitious means and they're, as I say in the book, like petulant school children stomping their feet against the exercise of reason. And that's how I see them. I think they're fearful. So when I see this, I think it's outrageous that anybody would do that. But that's my main reaction. But there's no one to stop them. I'm, you know, it's funny because I, I, we were talking about... Um, this action that he's going to take tonight. I don't know what he's going to do tonight. I have no idea. But I do know that anybody who says, well, stop with the slippery slope thing, I'm not talking about the next Democrat or even him. I'm talking about the next president. It does add up. And, and progressives, if they don't buy into the slippery slope attitude, please tell me what the definition of a progressive is. You take one step to lead you to the next step to lead you to the next step. So it is a slippery slope. If nobody is stopped, if no one is held responsible for this, do you have any idea who is doing this? I have some idea just based on human sources that, I, that are confidential, so I'm, I'm not talking right. about that publicly. The forensics, the first exam showed or, or said that this was a software that was in my computer was proprietary to one of four government agencies. My third computer forensics exam also found government-related connections. So... You know, the forensics. This is the Soviet Union stuff, isn't it? Well, and, and here's what's frightening to me when you talk about whether people care or not. I routinely have conversations now with other journalists, with sources, and members of Congress who refer to the idea that they think their fo our phone calls are probably being monitored at oh, the yeah. computers. But there's not really outrage. It's sort of like we better mm -hmm. not talk on the phone. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about this in person. Mm -hmm. Where's the outrage, the idea that mm -hmm. if that's happening how angry people should be if their ordinary conversations are being made. I, I, I have met with people very high levels in the government that will meet someplace and they won't, they won't say a word until all the cell phones are out of the room. And, and it's like, okay. That was one of the first things I learned when people were helping me initially, thought I was being surveilled before I ever suspected it. But people who, have, who are familiar with government practices, and they would come to my house and say, Come outside, don't bring your phone. So I started to learn that they can activate your phone and listen in even when, as long as you your battery's know. in there, even when it doesn't appear to be on. So I learned all these things from my sources, and um, it's pretty frightening. Uh, great interview mm -hmm. with uh, Cheryl Atkinson yesterday. And the computer thing where somebody's Amazing. deleting what she has on her computer screen. It's really frightening. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you know, skeptics could certainly say that, you know. Oh, uh, she was doing that. You couldn't you know, tell. It's, it's tough to see. She doesn't show her hand. Like, she doesn't show the whole computer most of the time. It's just the screen. Yeah. And as she was saying, some of the time she was touching the computer and doing things and trying to do them. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. I mean, people will say. And, and not to mention, you can willingly have something. Like, I could hook up <laughs> my computer to the IT department uh, here, and they can fix things on my computer without me touching it. So yeah. it's not necessarily... Um, you know, uh, smoking gun footage, I think, to skeptics. But, I mean, if you believe Cheryl Atkinson, and she has, no, has and not I done do. nothing, you know, to, uh, to make you not believe her on these issues, uh, you know, I mean, it, it seems pretty frightening.
I mean, and she, like, yes, we blab about things like Benghazi all the time, but Cheryl Atkinson is a different voice. This is someone who's mm -hmm. an award-winning journalist doing this. And when mm -hmm. they want to just push this under the cover and say this is nothing but Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck saying it, it's difficult for them to make that point with someone like Cheryl available. Yeah. Uh, when she's out there, she's making these cases. It's, it's, it's tough to say that she's just some hack. She's won all these awards from organizations that they tout. Yeah. You know? She is not a hack. No. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. Let's go to uh, Jason in Arizona. Jason, you're on the Patents 2 show. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. Um, I caught your segment about the immigration thing last night with Obama and mm -hmm. uh, things I've seen around my community. Yeah. Um, I've got a friend that works fast food who works along the side of an illegal immigrant that's got two social security cards, two IDs. Mm -hmm. So works under two different names to double up the hours. Okay. Um, my, my wife was working wow. at a hotel as a housekeeper alongside some illegal immigrants, and they were being favored because they could work longer hours for less pay. So we decided to call the Immigration Bureau. And like you guys were saying earlier, guys at the border you know, bullied to train uh, turn a blind eye. Well, the Immigration Bureau told us that um, you have proof that they're illegal immigrants. Do you have any kind of documentation? Well, no, because they're illegal. <laughs> you know, they're working off the books. That mm -hmm. shows something there. They say, well, without documentation, we can't do nothing about it. If you don't have documents on them that say they are illegal, then there's nothing we can do. You know, what is this going to do to jobs around small-town communities when businesses are no longer afraid to hire illegal immigrants mm -hmm. that can work less and longer hours versus uh, regular American citizens? Yeah, I, it's going to hurt the country. It is, Jason. Appreciate the call. I mean, and good questions. Yes, it's... It's uh, it's a system that is broken, and he continues to break it even further. And he, <laughs> that's he, a great point. Uh, it's because it, that is their justification for all of this, yeah, right? Yeah, it's, oh, it's a broken system. system. Broken system. And if you well, follow that, you're, you're breaking it. You're making it worse. Yeah, you follow that logic. It's like saying, you know, all right, well, I, you know, my car is not working. Bring it in so you can put it in the compactor and make it into a little cube of metal. It's not a good. Mm -hmm. It's not a good solution. Right. But it's also not an excuse to do things that are unconstitutional. The idea that because you didn't get a bill that you wanted, it allows you to go and just basically uh, take the reins and, and kind of do whatever you want is not an idea that has been uh, particularly well uh, looked upon in U.S. history. That's usually the things that dictators do. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Idi Amin does things like that. You know, uh, you know mm -hmm. uh, Turk Benbashi from Turkmenistan did things like that. You just, you have a process, but when, you, when the process it doesn't do what you want, you just do it. That is the exact thing we're not supposed to have yeah. in the United States of America. It's sad we're there. It really is. I mean, you know... We've talked a lot about uh, having hope this week, and, you know, this is why you need shows like that. Because you start thinking about these things, and it's like, I mean, we are going down these roads. And again, this isn't it. You know, is, is, is you know, five million people, take it on its surface for a second, five million people not going to be deported for three years. You know, is that going to make a huge difference? No, most of them wouldn't be deported anyway. But the point is this precedent that is being set for whoever, on whatever side, wants mm -hmm. to grab the pendulum, as Glenn always says. Whenever you grab that and you get to do whatever you want with almost no need for a legal justification, not even needing to, to, uh, to have yourself supporting it. You have, you're on record saying what you're doing is constitutional and you still get to do it? 
unconstitutional, excuse me. That, that is a, uh, that's a line that I didn't think we would cross. Alan in Idaho. Hi, you're on the Pat and Stu show. Pat, yes. Stu, mm-hmm. Boone's to Jeffy. Yep. <laughs> I got myself a real dilemma in spite of what's going on in the world, and I need your help. Okay. My uh, my wife and I uh, were coming home from the evening out last uh, last winter mm-hmm. after we put up our, our lawn ornament. And uh, it was evening. The lights were all on. And, uh, you know, I, I'm guessing it's teenagers. I'm, guess, I'm probably not the old folks next door, but I, I found my deer in my front yard in a compromising position. Oh, no. And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm telling you, my, it was so bad, my wife wouldn't get out of the car until I fixed it. And uh, <laughs> there I am out trying to, uh, uh, how do I say it, uh, undismount the deer and uh, people oh, driving true. by. And, uh, oh, man. Well, anyway, I, I'm, my real situation here is to ask you guys, what do I do? I mean, do I just put one out this year? Do I pre-mount them? <laughs> Help me, please. I, I've got a problem. Pat, uh, Pocatello, Idaho, guys. I'm in Pocatello, Idaho. It was embarrassing. That's just not I'm right. I'm getting a little emotional here. I can I don't tell. Blame you. I don't blame, appreciate the call, too. Uh, Alan, I, I, for me, I'm probably just going the, uh, the Unideer then uh, and not the, not the two of them. Oh, I'm taking the easy way out. Yeah. Why are you? You're pre mounting. Pre mount that bad boy. In <laughs> fact, <laughs> buy a couple more. Just have the whole yard mounted. Okay. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents too coming up. Is that for one of your sites? Is that it is now. <laughs> How many websites do you launch per day, Jeffy? Would you say? I'm sorry. How many websites do you launch per day? Oh, we're at, oh. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. So not only is there the immigration situation going on, which is ugly, but uh, now we're about to uh, re-enroll in Obamacare now. So the the open enrollment is about to begin, mm. and uh, so we're going to go through that whole process good. again. And, uh, and some people good. had unfairly attacked this process, Pat. Oh, but they look had... how successful it's been. Oh, Thank you. Well, well, I will say so some successful. people came on and they said, you know what? I bet you're going to lose a good million people through the course of the year by not, pay, yeah. not paying anything. Yeah. I bet what, you're going to be under all... 7 million people by the time we get to the end of this year. What a lie. <laughs> what a lie that was. <laughs> In fact, we now know that it was 7.3 million people <laughs> who were on uh, Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's a minor detail, a minor detail in there that I don't think it's worth discussing. Then let's not. Oh, go ahead. All right. So, <laughs> they, so they, they wanted to keep this number above 7 million because they're obsessed with the 7 million number for some reason. Yeah. And again, you know, we talked and the about... The number they should be obsessed with is 39 30 million, million yeah. because that's how many are uninsured. And once again, we talked about this earlier. A lot of these people, this 7 million or 8 million, as they said, that, that signed up, were people who already had insurance and that lost their insurance because of Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Then they signed up on the other side. So this is not some great victory to get to this number, but they're obsessed with it because they kept saying, well, we're going to wait 7 million people. So the real number came in at 6.9 million people under the 7 million people. So what did they do? They artificially added in people with only dental insurance to get to 7.3 million. So bad. 
<laughs> I mean, so, and, so and, and to be clear, previously they had not included these people. These are people who, through Obamacare, were able to get dental insurance, but just dental insurance. They put them in here to get this number above seven million. By the end of the next year, they're going to be adding people with auto insurance. <laughs> yeah, well, you got Geico. Uh, yeah, we got we got thirteen million now. Yeah, now it's fourteen million because we just added Progressive. Oh, life insurance! Wow, we're up to twenty nine million. Uh, it's kind of amazing, and you know. When you see this stuff happen, because we've seen things like Jonathan Gruber, who's come out and t told the truth about what the process was behind this, mm -hmm. how they intentionally tried to manipulate and lie to people to get people to believe uh, what was going on, you see, this is the, why this is significant. I mean, who cares, right? It's 6.9 million or 7.3 million. Neither one is a legitimate number anyway. But it, to, they are so obsessed with the way this looks to people. And, and this is what Jonathan Gruber really uh, has shined a, a light on. I mean, yeah. Because in reality, they know the public perception is really more important uh, than what they're actually doing. And by the way, because uh, Gruber shined a light on uh, this situation, he has now been uh, fired by Vermont. They stopped making payments to him. Uh, on Wednesday, Chief of Health Care Reform for Gov Governor uh, Peter Shumlin announced that Vermont would stop payment of Gruber's $400,000 contract with the state. They've already paid him $160,000 on a contract that started in, on July 21st. So in addition to all the money this guy has made with the federal government, he's got all these side contracts, too, with the state governments. Yep. Uh, and he's made hundreds, four, of hundreds of thousands. And this is adding up to a, This guy is well paid. Yeah. And one of the things, by the way, he does, one of the reasons these fees pour into him is obviously consulting is part of it. But part of it is he supplies this economic model, which allows them to justify all the stupid, uh, stupid crap they're doing. Mm -hmm. So the, he, he gives them this complicated MIT stamp of approval computer program that says, hey, uh, if you plug in these assumptions, this is what will happen. And, of course, it always works out well for liberal policies. Of course. So it's a great thing if you want to justify your liberal policies. You have MIT putting your stamp of approval. But we know who this guy is now. Mm -hmm. You don't think he put this sort of special sauce inside of these computer programs, these economic uh, models? Of course he did. He put the same sort of crap in. Well, we, look, we don't want people to do this, but if, we, if our model says this, this, and this, well, then uh, they'll be able to do it more easily. You know that's true. Um, and it's a bizarre thing which, what has happened here is that focus on government health insurance has made people run away from government health insurance. In 2006, 69% of people said that it is the government's responsibility to provide health insurance. 69% said it's the government's responsibility to provide health insurance. Uh, and, and completely anti-American way of thinking. Mm -hmm. However, since then... We're now down to, um, uh, in fact, un below even on that. Only Now 52% of people say it is not the government's responsibility to provide health insurance. Now, that is still an embarrassingly low number and shows the problem that we saw today with more on trivia. When people are so disengaged with their government and so disengaged with the news and the process that they can't, they don't know what the three branches of government are. They don't know what Chernobyl was. They don't know uh, who Mozart was. When, when you have an engaged populace like that... You, You're under it, the impression they should know? Yes. That, one out of those three? How about one out of those three? All right. We'd be happy with one yeah. out of those three. Now, I will say, one of the issues is, if we were to ask Jeffy these questions, what we would only learn is a specific type of cutlery. Um, right. True. The spoon. Uh, spoons!
right? Something you're, like that. And you're saying that wouldn't be correct? <laughs> no, I, I think, <laughs> oh, I would give, I, honestly, I think that should be, a, a we that. should grandfather that law in. If anyone just answers spoons, spoons they're automatically right automatic for correction. <laughs> they actually win the quarter. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. And Worthington oh. protein loaf. Go yeah. Not let me down with this. Oh, yeah. You guys want some in a yummy vegan gravy? Oh, yeah. 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 The dinner bell's ringing now. Woo! 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 Wait. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, just a couple more things that I want to say about the immigration thing, and then I'm going to leave it leave it alone for <laughs> Are a, you? for a weekend. This okay? guy hates Mexicans. You so are no, I do not. No, I do not. But although I will tell you this, I hate the fact that the person running our immigration policy right now is Jorge Ramos from Univision. <laughs> it does seem that way. I, sure I, does. That I do yeah. hate. The anchor from Univision Television is the person who is dictating policy in the United States of America. Got to kind of stop, I'm thinking. I mean, I'm not sure that's constitutional. No. I, well, he is on TV. <laughs> he is on TV. <laughs> yeah. they, they couldn't have foreseen the television. It, it's kind of interesting because uh, when this guy says jump, Obama says how high. And he, he continually goes and does these interviews with Jorge on, on TV. Call. And it, it, yeah, he does. And time after time after time after time, we've seen it. So he did do this, even though he said on Univision several times, unconstitutional, I can't do it, or, or I can't do that, because we have a system here. It, there's, it's called the Constitution. I can't do that. He did it anyway. And I think part of it is because he's been, he's been pushed and prodded and guided by Jorge Ramos and Univision and the people there, and, and he's kowtowing and he's pandering. So he did it. Well, now Jorge saying, sorry, not enough. Okay, there's still six million people left out of this. You got to include them too. Oh my gosh! Okay, so that's thing one, and thing two is, if you're a United States citizen now, and you cross the border frequently, you're now going to have to pay a fee to get into Mexico. The National what? Immigration Institute in Mexico, INAMI, INAMI or whatever they call it, has started starting a pilot program. Starting a pilot program in which foreigners that enter Mexican territory for more than seven days, or if you'll be involved in paid work, you're going to have to pay 306 pesos or about 28 U.S. dollars. Uh, here's what Unreal. Rodolfo Figueroa, president of Inami in Baja, California, said. We're doing what should be done. Foreigners who enter Mexico have the obligation to register. Listen to that. If they'll be in national territory for more than seven days, they have to pay the right of non-residents. Are you freaking kidding me? Is that out of control? Oh, my gosh. That cannot be true. It can't be. Is this a... Sp did, you, did you link on this through one of Jeffy's sites? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. No, I, no, I didn't. $28. I mean, just the... I mean, how much money man. would that be from uh, all the illegal immigrants here if we collected $28 oh, can from you each, imagine? One of, each one of them? And again, that gets them right to, to stay for seven freaking days, seven right. days. Right. If only we could find them. They're in the shadows. They are in the shadows. That's it's the very thing. shadowy. There's a shadowy shadowness <sighs> of where they are. All right. Unbelievable. Well, let's talk about maddening. something. Let's talk about something kind of happy. Yeah, this is a fun around. story. You know yeah. what? No. That pisses me off. <laughs> no, you're, <laughs> that pisses me you're not Obama. You don't get to dictate what happens here. Okay? 
Uh, this is uh, Rob Anderson. He is uh, one of these big YouTube channels, and some of these are amazing. I, you know, I don't know if you can make any money doing it really yet, but some of these guys have a lot of people watching their videos, and it's pretty cool. Millions, uh, in millions. some cases. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, the, it's just the, the thing that sucks about YouTube is you can have a million views, but you're not making a lot of money from getting a million views yeah. at this point. But it's growing, and, and obviously at some point YouTube's going to be, YouTube or something similar. It's going to be the way that you consume media. How about this stat? This is an amazing one, and it comes back to the net neutrality conversation we've had. Uh, you, well, you know what the problem is? Com Comcast is going to make uh, Netflix um, have to pay them a fee. All right. Yeah, it seems like a legitimate complaint, mm -hmm. right? That would, that, what if that happens? Should they be uh, uh, giving them a fee, though? Consider this, this statistic. Of, uh, of all the Internet traffic that goes over the Internet, right, at peak traffic times, Netflix is responsible for 34% of it. 34% of the data transmitted on the freaking internet goes through Netflix. Wow. YouTube is another like 15%. So between those two services, Jeez, you're at really? half of the internet. My gosh. That's How can amazing. you not be charging these guys some money? And again, right. I like Netflix. I like them as a company. I love them. I think they're great. And I'm, I'm a member. I use their services. But, like, it's not ridiculous for someone to go to them and say, hey, you should be paying some money. You're yes. using a third of our entire service. 34% of crazy. all the data That's crazy. for one site? <laughs> it's incredible. But on, uh, on that, like we're getting back to YouTube here. This is a guy, Rob Anderson, big uh, YouTube guy, uh, who is helping out a veteran. This is the backstory of what we're going to show you today. Watch. I was part of Desert Shield, Desert Storm, and we were part of Desert Storm for approximately nine months. Johnny, a Gulf War veteran and welder by trade, lives in here in Las Vegas with his wife and four kids. I've acquired a tremor in my right hand. I developed a lot of uh, joint problems. I've acquired uh, kidney issues with kidney stones and everything. Memory issues. And a lot of memory issues. Mm -hmm. Johnny thinks he's being filmed for a documentary about veterans, but he has no idea that I'm about to surprise him with a series of huge gifts on behalf of the many donors who watched my videos last month. I'd like to personally thank everyone who donated to this fundraiser. You have truly made a difference in both veterans' lives. Now, um, it's a struggle for you guys to pay your bills, you know, and, and you're having so much difficulty even getting help from, uh, from the organizations that should be helping you guys. Right. They right. say they're there for us, and it's like, you're screaming, help me, help me, please, and all you hear is crickets. You guys could lose your house if, if things go on like this. And it, it, and it could... It could be... You don't even have money to eat on right now. And they don't even know if they're eating tonight. That's... Jeez. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, uh, Rob had a little surprise for him. Uh, and... Here's a look at that. I have a YouTube channel. So on behalf of the people that watch on YouTube that want to support the veterans, I have $1,000 cash right now oh oh on man. behalf That's... of the many donors that want to say thank you. Thank you for what you've done. I'd like to give this as a thank you to you guys on all thank of their so behalf. Much. Thank you so much, Rob. Thank you, thank you, thank you You're so welcome. much. You're this, so welcome. This is... It, it really does mean so much to me, and I want to be able to do good things for people. I'm just struggling right now, and we're hoping that soon the days will get easier to get through. Well, I have one more thing I want to show you guys, and it's outside, actually. I want to give you guys oh my God. a whole Rob, new house full of Rob, stuff. Rob. <laughs> wow. 
Holy crap. It's got a whole truckload of stuff hey, to give them. You guys, you guys absolutely deserve this. This is everything that you lost in your mold incident and the things that you need right now. This is just, this is so incredible. I don't incredible. know how to say thank you, Rob. <laughs> you, you know. Wow. There's, there's beds, there's bedding, um, there's the dressers that you need. There's, yeah, there's two twin beds for the kids. There's everything that you guys lost should be there. That's really nice. Yeah, really cool. Good really uh, cool. prepper for Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's go to the last piece of this. This is uh, mm -hmm. the uh, conclusion of the story. Those oh. gift cards should handle your grocery bill for quite a while. Oh, and we wow. were wondering how we were going to eat tonight. I don't know how to say thank you. I'm speechless. You deserve it. Your service to the country for allowing me to live the life that I want to live, for me being able to do this, what I want to do. You know, you provided that for me and a lot of other people. The contents of this envelope will cover the cost of your rent for the next 12 months on behalf wow. of me and the many people that want to thank you mm. for what you do and what you've done as a veteran. Jeez. That's, That's another thing. We didn't know. We were trying to weigh whether we would eat next month or have a home. You know what I mean? I was starting you know to get, yeah. we, get? We, were, we were getting really scared. Wow. I've talked to your landlord, and it's all uh, it's all going to be taken care of. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. And I, whoever did all of this, you and, and you guys and, and everybody else that contributed, thank you so much. Thanks to everyone who participated in this. Everyone. Oh, man. I just feel so, so blessed. Amazing. I mean, the only way, the only way I got through that, without crying like a three-year-old girl, yeah. is to look over at Jeffy <laughs> and his, <laughs> his skeptical, nasty expressions. <laughs> because he's such a douchebag. <laughs> See, Otherwise, Jeffy, I'd be on the floor yeah. crying like no, a girl. You know what? You're right welcome. Now. Thank you, Jeffy. Jeffy so does pro you. provide <laughs> a service. That is unbelievable. Say. That is a really from YouTube. Yeah, very cool. And we, really we cool. hear so many negative stories about all the crap that goes on the internet, largely at Jeffy's yeah. uh, sites. Right. Uh, it's nice to see something actually positive going on. It's great. I mean, it's great. One other thing, and I don't think this is the main thing you're supposed to take for that video, uh -huh. um, but I, it kind of hit me as I was watching that. Um, uh, whenever you say I'm speechless, you're lying. <laughs> it was nice the of the wife to be there to remind him of things he lost too, because he was saying, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I've got this wrong with me, I've got this wrong with me. He stopped talking, and she was like, "Don't forget the memory loss." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, but it was great. I mean, that's a great, uh, uh, very cool man. thing. Triple eight seven two seven back. Really cool. We're gonna try protein loaf. Yes. Up. Okay. It's time finally. Oh my! There. Oh, it's, it's over here. here. It's, getting it's here, ladies and gentlemen. You guys are going to love this. Oh, so good. You better believe it. I know we are.
hear the spoons wow, thing? Was, yeah. Oh, we got to hear it again. Just, just, just turn it. Just, roll just like we're starting thing. over again. Just okay. do it again. Here we go. Just give it to us one more. We can't have <laughs> kick Jeffy. It, kick it to us one time. Uh, Come on. Come on. Uh, spoons. There, there you go. go. Perfect. <laughs> Today's spoons is a special Thanksgiving edition of spoons. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. This is the day where mm -hmm. Pat and uh, and Jeffy get to experience. Thanksgiving stew style. This is how I actually eat on Thanksgiving. Yum, um, and yum. We, it comes to us courtesy. Do we, we have the box of the Worthingtons anywhere? It's in the kitchen. It is in the kitchen. Okay. Ed is with us. Ed, oh, uh, come over that. to Jeffy's area here. Yeah, we have to. We got to did you actually, you, oh, here she comes the you're the founder of the your, feast, right? You, yeah. you made this. Yes, Ed, I did. Right? Yeah. yeah. Congrats, uh, thank you. Ed you Bishop Work, who, who works here, uh, and you may recognize Ed's voice. He's one of the, uh, he does a lot of the promos here at the place. He got all mm -hmm. cocky the other day. Oh, you guys have to have the way I have it. It's crusty. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. You do. Yeah, I have to like that. Can you do like a Wonderful World of Stew liner? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Wonderful World of Stew, Saturday nights at 10, only on The Blaze. Yeah, oh, there you go. You recognize that voice, of mm -hmm. course, if you, you watch. You don't have to say that much longer. Now, we have some. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good point. Please let it be. Um, okay. So, uh, what we have here are some great mashed potatoes, part of the Thanksgiving uh, feast. Oh, nice. Okay, so should we uh, start to. Uh, oh, there's some good. No, this is certainly not okay. vegan butter. Um, no. What is it? This is real, actual butter. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, um, Jeffy. We don't right. have any spoons, but these things that look like spoons kind of are called forks mm -hmm. and knives. <laughs> um, what? Can you say fork? Can you say? Well, no. Don't even try. Mm -hmm. um, okay, the mashed potatoes are really good. Yeah. Well, they're mashed potatoes are actually. They're just, just regular potato. mashed potatoes, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Right. A lot of butter on them. Okay. Touch but this is the thing. Cream. Where we got now? We have here. Worthington, mm -hmm. Worthington's protein loaf. A what is it? A mm. grain it's actually and a vegetable. Grain and vegetable loaf, but it's grain. called a dinner roast. It's called a protein loaf. Roast. Cause protein dinner loaf. Roast, because right? that's yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, roast. are you ready for the big reveal? Let's get the camera on the tinfoil here because this is gonna blow you away. <laughs> All right, happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you get a, like wait. a picture of a turkey on there? No, it doesn't. does that ever look yummy? Yes, it does. Now my advice here: nothing says Thanksgiving, Happy Thanksgiving, like, like a protein roast, turkey dinner roast. Mm. Now my advice here would be the following: to not necessarily say, "Am I eating turkey right now?" Because <laughs> the answer to that is going to be no. Mm -hmm. My suggestion would be to think: it, Does this taste okay? And can I eat it? Okay. That's a different standard. Okay. Yeah, that's and a, that's a very fun standard for Thanksgiving, no, however. I, well, I mean, it's okay. It's reminiscent of turkey. Is that enough? It's reminiscent. Okay? No, it's really not enough. Is it? An, is that enough for no, you, Jeffy? No, it is not. And I, I'm looking forward to it too soon. Well, it's not turkey. Okay. So don't Here we eat go. it. Hold on. Uh, put the gravy. Need to put gravy, some gravy, gravy on it, right? And this is. It uh, doesn't look crusty enough. Is that as crusty as it gets? I didn't have much time. Okay. You didn't have much time. You had days. No, it's not enough time. Now that's some vegan or vegetarian or vegan gravy. Uh, yeah. That is vegan gravy, actually. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. Vegan gravy. How do you make gr vegan yeah. gravy? It's this, it's this can of um, like vegetable broth powder. Mm -hmm. so vegetable broth powder. Man, is this? I'm telling you, you're going to shape love it. it up to be absolutely delicious. <laughs> you're going to love it, Jeffy. You want protein to, loaf, yeah. vegetable Mashed broth gravy? powder? Mm. Uh, let me try it first. Okay, all right, mm. Jeffy, bring it over there. We're going to try the Worthington's protein loaf right now. Okay, First I'm time about to try it ever on national television. If no, I cheese sure. on national TV, will, will that be a bad thing? <laughs> no, <laughs> the best thing ever. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay, the texture mm -hmm. is good. Uh, it's good. <laughs> See, I the texture is good. Mm -hmm. 
The taste is actually pretty good with the gravy on it. Mm -hmm. Really? I could eat that. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah, That's the it. power of Worthington's. How are you not a sponsor, Worthington's? <laughs> no one else is talking about Come you. This on. is the only attention you get. That is delicious, actually. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Good, good. I mean, nice job, Ed. That's really good. Say, just like any other vegetarian food, you have to really dress it up to get it to be right. Right. You gotta have the gravy. And that's have probably true, right? Mm -hmm. It is. As veggie burgers the same way. If you do you veggie burger on its own, it. it's kinda ugh. Yeah. yeah. But you know. kinda gross. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you Jeffy? put mayo on it and cheese and it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffy, the uh, probably the biggest food expert, just like he's a rape expert. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's not bad. It's, I, I think it's okay. better than okay. I, I think like it's to good. have it a little crustier because I'm. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know you're obsessed with the crustiness of it. Well, because this is like without the crustiness, you're looking at like cooked spam. No, it's, it's, it no. doesn't taste like cooked spam. Mm -mm. It doesn't. It, it actually cooked spam. Yeah, this ain't it. It could be crustier. I agree with him. Though. Cooked spam is actually good. Yeah, you it know, is. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing for a while. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things Cooked that... Cooked Spam is probably a little bit farther away from vegan than these guys probably want to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like 19 yeah. animals in one piece. Yeah. <laughs> You're eating like God only knows what. And Spam is one of the reasons why I'm so thankful I was brought up vegetarian. Right, just, yeah. It's yeah. just a name. It's, just, <laughs> I mean, you know. it's so funny. Spam was a huge pork thing. pork shoulder and ham is all. What is it? It's pork shoulder and ham. Pork, those two things. Mm -hmm. And just combined. Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. But it was one of those things. It was a huge thing in America. Yeah, it it wasn't was. like this joke for its entire life. And now it's just <clears> what, <throat> what you get in your in your email box that you don't right. want. Yeah, it that's really, true. Now, have you tried some without the gravy? The gravy's no. good. Try to get a piece without the gravy. I'd be interested to see. I'm scared without the gravy, but I will try. I will. The gravy's good. Thank you. Yeah, well. I mean, again. Yeah, the gravy's really good. All I did was add flour and water, so. Really? Yeah. No, like salt or pepper. No, or? it's a, that broth is pretty salty. Yeah, I think so. it's pretty. I, salty. I was actually afraid it might be too salty. Sometimes it gets a little salty. I'm fine without the gravy too. Yeah, really? Me too. Yeah, it's good. Not bad. Look at that! All right, come on. What kind of How vegetable? is Worthington's not freaking at every commercial break right now? <laughs> if I like it, oh my god! I, Seriously, and you, you know? can you can actually make a like a turkey sandwich with it later on in the day. Well, I've done it. You just put a little bit, just like you would a turkey sandwich. Throw a couple slices down in there. A little cranberry sauce on there. Cranberry maybe? sauce on uh, there. It'd be fine. It works. Yeah. That would be fine. Wow. This is a, this right. is a big. I, I mean, again, do that. I don't think I would name it Worthington's protein loaf or the even dinner. dinner roast. Well, and they nut didn't. And, yeah, they did. They yeah. actually just small letters. Small letters. It says a mm -hmm. nut, a, a rice and grain vegetable mm -hmm. note or something like that. A vegetable, vegetable protein loaf, loaf or something. So <laughs> there's actually right. no vegetables in this. It's just rice and grain. No, I think it's. I think it's just rice and vegetable. To be fair, rice and vegetable protein loaf. So it is actually. What kind of uh, vegetables are in this? Do you have any the box idea? Um, no. I'd be interested mm -hmm. to know what <laughs> vegetable matter is See, in it. Worthington's, this is the sort of thing you, you could go. get. We could be explaining the mm -hmm. recipes. I mean, this could be. Mm -hmm. a Textured vegetable protein. Textured. Okay. Wheat, gluten, soy protein concentrate, water for hydration. Water, soybean oil. Mm. High olic sunflower oil, mm. egg whites, mm. hydrolyzed really soy, wheat, corn protein, <laughs> modified cornstarch, and calcium caseinate. Yes! Calcium caseinate. I that's love 2% or I like less it. of dextrose, soy protein, isolated sodium caseinate, natural and artificial flavors from <clears throat> non-meat sources. There's a lot of onion, soy in it. Used oh, yeah. extract, My wife salt, would wheat, greatly flour. object to this. Oh, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on. Okay. Oh, plus too much, the, too much soy. Those are all just little bits and pieces. Yeah. Under 2%, that's nothing. Mm. Pretty good. Make you you got to say it's pretty good. It yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, it is. So, I like it. Ed, thank you very much. Yeah, and you, you and I have had this conversation several times. Just because we are mostly vegetarian, me, yeah. um, it doesn't mean we eat healthy. 
There's probably yes. chemicals in everything we eat. Oh, and, God, yeah. And well, this is, he just proved it. Yeah, exactly. And that list right there. Just these mashed potatoes. Yeah. There's probably 50,000 calories <laughs> in mashed potatoes right here. These not, are really no, good, No, not the, the ones you're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's the thing. Potatoes are a big one because French fries, you think, one of the worst things you can eat. What I about, can eat them. But five pounds of butter in that? Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I put a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Butter is good. Three cows yeah. worth, I believe. I've, I've noticed that butter can make it. Just about anything better. Cheese, mm -hmm. too. Butter and cheese. Can't and live cheese. without, without exactly either. Exactly right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you couldn't be vegan, right? Because vegan no doesn't do dairy. No. Right. I'm about there. I'm I about have ready no to give interest. Up dairy. You're about ready to give up dairy? The you? day you give up dairy ice is cream? the day Glenn Beck becomes a communist. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to give up ice cream? I'm thinking about it. Fat no. man? No. no, you're not no, thinking you're not. about it. You're not thinking about it. No. You're not going to do it. It's never going to happen. Even if you say you've done it, you haven't done it. What do you mean? Man, What's just, your problem with dairy? I started thinking about we're the only animal that's drinking other animals' milk. So? Started. So what? We're the only ones that can because we rule the planet. You know, in a nice way. Yeah. I mean, but <laughs> still, we have dominion over this, so yes, we ice can drink other animals' milk. Me, ice cream does pull me back. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream would be tough to give up. I've heard you can milk anything.